Harry fucking Roberts. It's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 26. Coming in hot. Going back to talking take. My name's Alex Brunner, of course. Everyone's favourite host. How are we going, guys? And how are you? I'm fantastic. I love how you've just called yourself everyone's favourite host. I've heard differently from the, uh, from the fans, <laughs> but that's fine. I'm great. I'm yeah. excited to be back. It's been a while. Yeah. You've what obviously you- been working on the Matildas... Yeah, the uh, producing of the videos for Network 10. Women, how did, how'd the, that go? The Women's World Cup, um, our series, Green and Goal, if you haven't watched it, which um, I doubt nobody's watched it because everyone's watched it. <laughs> watch <laughs> um, go and give it a look on our YouTube. I actually hosted one of the episodes and that uh, was pretty good mm. on episode four. So yeah, go and give it a look. It was um, a lot of fun, a lot of work. And do you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. Glad it's over. It went really well, considering you were doing a Matilda's yeah. oh. video series. <laughs> yeah. It just about couldn't have gone better. Could have, couldn't have gone better, like really. Record-breaking yeah. series for almost, us. Almost better that we, I mean, would have loved them to win the World Cup. Better that we didn't. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, better picks. But before we um, before we get into that, I've got something I want to play. Oh. And through it. Oh. Oh, no, don't say Big ass pasta car glue. Oh my god, you're so well, right. Because <laughs> everywhere we go. I'm loving big engines today. Now, as, as much as you've butchered that. For the record, I agree, Robbie. It's <laughs> so good. Yeah, I know. I know. And that's what I, that's what I kind of want to start off with. Um, I don't know if I've got this on the rundown. I don't. But. Ange Postecoglou, the starter, the starter, Tottenham, that I knew would happen. I so you were talking it up oh, before it happened. God, Ange Ball viral. God, it feels good to be right. It's, oh. it's weird seeing people from other countries like get around him so much. Yeah, like he's yeah world famous, and people already like. Yes, this is the best football I've ever seen. Yep, so attacking, free flowing. Yep creative they're allowed to like express themselves a bit more rather than being a bit more defensively minded and everyone's like yeah yep. i'm in at time of recording undefeated um in the premier league that won two nil against beat the red devils Bournemouth and they beat yeah many night last week too which is awesome so yeah good job to my boy Ange. well what, what i knew you finally yep. it's taking you like 27 episodes but you've been writing <laughs> about on. something i'm on i'm on that he's yeah yeah sweeping the world at the moment definitely but what so obviously Matilda's is massive. I don't think we need to talk about it too much. We we will talk about it as it's almost been done to death. Yeah, like as the, the media, podcast goes yeah. on. So what's your favorite non Matilda's story of the of the last month? So while we've been off, I've got a couple. Yep. Thanks for sticking to the rules there. That's good. <laughs> the crows hitting the post. Yeah. Like that whole not good. Yeah, it I was, know. It was yeah. Yeah. So it, First thing I, th- I thought of was, I remember one of our first episodes, my take was about, let's get rid of video umpiring. Yeah. And you, and one of the questions you posed me was, <laughs> what if Carlton missed out of the finals because of a lack of video umpiring or something? Look what's just happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, abs- they've, they would have played finals had that been called. Yeah, I know, I know. They would be playing finals. I don't know how much it's cost that club in terms of sponsorship, yeah. TV revenue, membership. Ticket sales, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. A lot of money. 
next one, and then the other two, quick. I just love that the Matilda's got so much love, and we won the Netball World Cup yeah, pretty much at the same time. Didn't get talked about. I got something on, I got something on this. Oh. So did some quick research. We've won 12 Netball World Cups. Do you, do you know something? <laughs> so we've, we've won nearly all of them. Yeah. England have won some. Yeah. There's one other country that's won one. Trinidad and Tobago. How good is that? I know New Zealand have won a few. No, I think it's just us, England. No, and I'm looking at right here. New Zealand won 2019. They won in 11, um, in 2003, sorry. In 1987. And, tri- and one year, <laughs> it was in Trinidad and Tobago. One year, Australia, New Zealand, and Trinidad and Tobago all won. What a result. <laughs> so, uh, New Zealand one of you, not as many as us. We've won 12, New Zealand five, Trinidad and Tobago one. Yeah. And either England, way. England none, actually. That's, it was just really... That's where, you, that's where you got made a mistake, I think. Uh, yeah, New Zealand instead of England. My bad. But that was just very entertaining that they just got no... Yeah, but nothing. like, you know why? No, they've won, still we've an won, achievement. We've won 12 now. Rolling out of bed, winning a, win a World Cup. It's, Who cares? It's still, uh, it's nah, still a massive nah. achievement. Yeah, compared to the Matildas. I'm not saying they should have got the same level, but they got none. Yeah, who cares? It was barely even a headline. Where was it? It was in South Africa, man. Like, uh, and the last little one I had was Craig Hutchison's listen to Talk Your Take. Yeah. Uh, that, that was an interesting listen when that when that came up. Um, Obviously referencing the Sounding Board podcast, he was kind of hinting that Dimmer and... Uh, the Gold Coast might have been in discussion yeah. since before the season, I which feel like I may <laughs> have raised as a point, and you may have called me an idiot. I feel like when that sort of stuff comes up on that podcast, it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. no, if, if, they're, if they're saying it in jest on that, like, yeah. ha-ha, kidding, it, it, they're not kidding. Yeah. Um, but no, congrats on being right on that, um, as much as that hurts to say. But what was your favourite moment for oh, the time off? Mate. Mate, I wish I had another sound effect for this. <laughs> for example, the um, NCIS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but the Blues are back in the final. Back in the final. So good. Yeah. Um, I've got to eat some humble pie here. You do a bit. You do a bit. So it, Me yeah. and Tom Laurie. Yeah, actually, that was episode it was, it was one, wasn't it? Was take. Oh, God, it feels good to be our back on take. this, doesn't it? We finished fifth. We look like the worst team in Australia for a period there. I thought West Coast were better than us for a bit there. Yeah, <laughs> but we finished fifth. Awesome few weeks. And I think it's probably good for you that we had that time off the podcast. Yeah, I would have copped it. <laughs> because there would have be, been a lot of calls with be, LJ and Deal. You'd be copying it off the airwaves. And just on that, we might call... I think we're going to call Jill a bit later. But, um, yeah, it's just awesome to see Friday, Friday night, I think it is. Mm, I do like – they've been playing, like, really attacking football. Yeah, it's uh, – I said uh, – It's Ange ball. Yeah, I said this months ago. It's like an avalanche when we play well. Yeah. Like, Although you're going to go out in your first final. No, we're going to win the first one. Weedering's out with an hour. No, he's not. Gouge. No, you got fined. Did you get cleared? You got fined. Oh, that's bullshit. The legal team does it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> does it again, baby. Um, but no, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully we go deep. I'm, I've taken off the week before the AFL grand final. The whole week? Yes. Just in case. <laughs> I, pre- I predict that we're going to be there. So <laughs> just in case. But no, um, yeah, I'm optimistic. You've gone from not watching like the first 10 Carlton games. Oh, I watched all the games. We can go back and listen to oh, it. There's you, a few, you, uh, there's you kept few saying, no, I didn't even see it. A few of them I didn't and watch. And now, now you're walking <laughs> off the entire week in the lead up to the granny. Oh, I, such a fair weather I, fan. I took, I took it off because I had to, but 
It also worked out pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> also works out well this week after our grand final too. In case. Touch wood. In touch wood. I might be using that using that a week early. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But no, um should we have a break now and get We should. That was it was a good recap of our time off yeah. though. Yeah. Lovely. Harry, you're gonna bring us back with a take. Yeah, yeah so, so we're going back to the Matildas here. Yep. I want to preface this by saying, love the tournament, watch every game. It's a bad way to start. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't set me up well here. But no, that, what a run. Very proud of the girls. Yeah. I think everyone was watching that France game. Just wow. Yeah. Probably the sporting moment of the last couple of years for me. History. But the announcement that they're going to be building a statue outside which venue is it? It's in uh, Brisbane. Suncourt. Yeah. For us coming fourth is like wild. Yeah, I mean, like it's, I, it, it just goes against sport in my eyes, like rewarding mediocrity. Mm. You came for, it wasn't even, if you're in the, the Olympics, you didn't even get a medal. True. It's ridiculous. So what I, what I want to say about that is I agree. Them coming fourth, probably not something, not something, you know, in a vacuum we want to celebrate too much. I think I think we could have done better than that. But, and I, I don't think coming fourth deserves a statue. What I do think deserves a statue and what, why I think it's fair enough that they're getting one mm. is the, the wider effect of all of that. Mm. Like, I've never seen our, like, Australia like that on one specific sport. Like seven million viewers in the France game. Had, yeah, but you know what the semi-final got? 17 million. There isn't, that's not true. It is. Not in Australia. Yes. Not, the, the Alex, ho- that's nearly the no, entire country. Yes. A, a, study, a study showed, done by, I think, Deakin University, that the holistic, view, holistic viewing count, including pubs, live sites. 17? 17 million. Are you sure it's not seven? I'm pretty sure it's seventeen. I'm pretty sure it's seven. No, so the 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 rating was the TV ratings were eleven million, and then it's believed to be seventeen million. Wow, altogether, I don't know how true that is, but that's what it was estimated to be. Mm-hmm. I think an event like that captivated Australia for so long. Yeah, like our mates who wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Hate women's sport, hate soccer. So yeah. a combination <laughs> yeah. of those two, they yeah. would not watch. And they watched every minute. They watched every minute. Yeah. And they knew everyone's names mm. by the end of it. Some more than others. <laughs> but <laughs> but like I, I think the effect that the effect that the whole event had on Australia and that team had mm. on all of Australia, I think makes it very deserving. No, I think I think they should be celebrated massively. And yeah, there should be some legacy that comes out of it because it is the biggest run any Australian team, male or female, has had. But I don't think it deserves a statue in bronze outside of a stadium. Well, then what do, you, what, what do you think it deserves? I think we've done really well. Did Malinowskis in South Australia announce there'd be some grassroots funding? Stuff like that. Yep. Or setting up a uh, Matilda's centre or something, like soccer venues, soccer leagues, junior teams, like pathways towards a national team. You know how a lot of footballers come through the... Already all exists, though. Yeah, but like more money into it, more notoriety into it, more because yeah. you're a big believer in like you can't be what you can't see. Yeah, have you I, like a, to a lay person? Have they heard of many like pathways through soccer into the Matildas? I mean, like whenever yeah. you follow, like if there's ever talk about AFL draft, yeah, they all were like AIS people. 
Yeah. Is there as much funding into the AIS for soccer as there is for junior football? Uh, yeah, yeah, they take I, kids I to South that. Africa and stuff for like tours of to play football there. Like, what's, yeah, what's the point? I've always found that so stupid. So I, I think it deserves it. to be celebrated, and there should be a legacy. But I don't think it's a statue in bronze because I also think, how dumb would it be if we won the next one? Yeah, and now there's a statue outside of a stadium for celebrating fourth. That's that's a good point. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll, this could come back to bite me. I don't think we're ever going to win a World Cup. I don't think we win a male one. I feel like we, we could, win a we female. Could, we could win a female one, but I think, I think what it, what it showed by Spain winning this one, mm. the rest of the world is caught up now. So it yeah. was just USA, Spain were nowhere yeah. before, and now they've like one of the football powerhouses of the world has just won a World Cup. Anyway, that's 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 a conversation for another time. But that actually shows that putting funding into your female thing actually elicits I results agree. because America was the only one previously that did anything, and they won like four of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I do think um, I, I do I do think what, what you're saying stands like the the funding side of it of, and I think the prime minister announced 200 million towards women's sports. What I don't like about this mm. is yes, women's sports and sports in general, grassroots sports do need more funding. I, and I've seen this a bit on Twitter. I don't love other sports just like hijacking. Oh off. yeah, no, I hate it off this yeah because like while they will and and we might touch on that a bit later like the fact that aflw is getting funding because of this well aflw itself isn't like grassroots yeah women's football clubs are getting funding because of women's soccer mm. like uh that leaves me in, in a i'm actually fine group. with the funding side of it i don't like how they're all picking back on the media side of it that yeah. really annoys me where they're just trying to be like Oh, us too. And I'm like, yeah, but just let them have a moment. Yeah, yeah. okay. But yeah, you, you got to capitalize on what you can. Mm. But I, I don't know. I, I think funding-wise, like, uh, and in South Australia, there's it was 18 million by the state government, 10 of which was going to football, soccer, mm-hmm. 8 of which was going to other grassroots um, sports, and then football South Australia were equal in the 10 million. So 20 million altogether. Great, and I think that could have been done elsewhere around the country. It would have, it would have been better off. And I think um, a lot of the states got away with saying, "Yeah, we're going to have a day off." Yeah, when they didn't need they one. Didn't you, yeah. <laughs> so I think um, South Australia is probably a bit like, "Oh, we won the PR battle, but we have to spend eighteen million dollars." Yeah. I would have um, liked so, in a way, to commemorate it. Yeah, I assume a lot of these the players weren't from like massive cities. Like whenever there's there's probably a country player or two. I have like a Mackenzie Arnold sports facility somewhere or a Mary Fowler sports facility or something. You know how they name things after athletes? Probably will though. Yeah, let's do it and do that. And the other thing, I understand from my limited experience in junior soccer is that it's really expensive. Yes, you've mentioned, very expensive. You've mentioned it before. Very expensive. If you want to play Auskick or junior footy, it's like Don't 100 cheap. bucks for a year. Yeah. Like it's really cheap. Start putting more money to just subsidise that so that more kids can play. Because I think you've spoken about kids from maybe like the northern suburbs in Adelaide who would get into soccer, but it's just so expensive. Yep. Just open up pathways so that there's like cheaper alternatives. You do, Maybe the really, really, really good old like big money clubs are a bit more expensive, but open up pathways where you can play a different level or a different style yeah. or something. Uh, I think that, that funding will go towards that. Yeah, I cool. think. But yeah. Um, I do want to mention quickly. Yes, go ahead. It upsets me, another side of this statue, that we're kind of getting laughed at. 
like other countries are being like, why are you celebrating fourth? Yeah, but like you got to you got to remember. <laughs> Can you think of any other if, example in history no, where someone built a statue for not even coming in a place? If you had told uh, told me, told yourself, I would have been shocked. Mis- yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Matilda's going to do that, mm. and I, I, I just think the statue sort of symbolizes. It's a tangible thing to symbolize it. Yeah. Like when it, whenever I'm not going to go to Suncorp anytime soon, but whenever I do go to Suncorp, I'm going to see the statue and be like, yeah, that month was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like personally, it was an awesome month for me. I loved it. I love being able to work on it and whatever, but like uh, it's, it's just a great, great remembering tool for this awesome time in Australian history. And it was an awesome time. It was. It was. Right. Who's your favorite player? My favorite player. Um, I loved Katrina Gorry. I thought she was yeah. awesome. Um, Steph Kelly was great too. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, everyone loves Mary Fowler and that Sam Kerr. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they're, they're great. But um, Gorry and Kelly were mine. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, Fowler. Yeah, Fowler was awesome. She was a bit apprehensive at times to shoot, I thought. Yeah. I will yeah. say that. But I think her, she has a really good, like, for a really small player, like some good hold up play. Yeah. Normally, because who's the other, the taller striker with the hyphenated yeah, no, last name? Yeah. She's really good at the hold-up play as well at times, but Fowler did no, it. Good, mate. Oh, no. She, <laughs> she yeah. wasn't very good at many yeah. other things, but I thought her, yeah. her hold-up play was really good to allow yeah. other players to make runs. Yeah. And then Fowler did it. And I'm like, normally small people aren't yeah. good at that. It's like a bigger frame. Yeah. But yeah, she was super impressive. Yeah. All right. Go uh, chat. Let's have a break. God, it's good to have my man Dylan Smith back via phone. How you going, Dylan? Good, thanks, Brad. How are you, Thor? Good to hear from you again. Uh, I'd rather you be on under different <laughs> circumstances, but here we are. We've got you on because we're playing finals, baby. Finals, baby. Fifth finish. How do you feel finals about it? Bound. Finals bound. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. First time in a decade. Um, fun fact, I was actually at the last final the Blues played, ANZ Stadium 2013. Went down to the Swans, who are yep. playing again, but yep. we'll be fine this time. Is that the G? There'll probably be 130 people there. It'll be packed. <laughs> be packed. Um, how, how have you rated the lead up? Because obviously we haven't spoken for a while about this. Um, you know, the, the loss to GWS last night wasn't great, but, you know, the, the time before, how did you rate that? Oh, the lead up's been great. Um, what was it? How many on the trial was it, Brett? I lost count. I don't yeah, think I, I had enough fingers left. I lost count. <laughs> um, nah, the lead up was awesome. I played some good footy and we're undermanned as well. I don't think we've, we've had a full side since very early on in the year. So we've been winning without our full side. Paddy Dow's been killing it. Our man, our, our man. number one man, Paddy Dow. We've always loved him, always backed him in. So yeah. it's good to see him playing some good footy. I'm um, not concerned about last night. Charlie Kerno got the common. Thank God for that. We <laughs> couldn't handle the tech, but he getting the common. Didn't deserve it. So our man got the common and we freshen up. And we we hit um, we hit the swans, we hit the swans for six. I reckon. You in a wor- Friday time. Yeah, are you worried about the swans at all? Or a tiny bit. Look, I, I've got to be honest. I am. They were last year's grand finalists, um, and they got there for a reason. They're they're a good side. Um, haven't been playing the best footy this year, but they've got a few injuries. But you can never discount, you know, that that finals and grand final experience. So I'm a bit nervous, but. The Blues, the Blues perform in front of their home crowd. There's no doubt about that. 
Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. I, I did forget about the grand final last year. I will be now that you mentioned it. Now that you mentioned it, but, um, have you got anything you want to ask, Harry, or should we get onto the elephant in the room here? Uh, I want to know if you're happy with Tom Decotting for like seven years. Yeah, I am. Um, let's get onto Gold Coast. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so the Suns, they had a uh, big finish to the season and finish finish perfectly in my in my books. Lost to North fucking Melbourne. It's Dan and Tassie, mate. Anything can happen. They rest, rested Ben King. Rested Jack Lacocious. They just said, we'll put him on ice. Don't want any injuries in the last round of the year. I think Dimmer actually had some say over it. We'll, we'll yeah, see. Right. Right. But I, I think Gold Coast come back bigger and better next year. What were they putting them on ice for? So they don't get injured. <laughs> they'll have three. What, what, have, what a horrendous bet, Source. What a horrendous bet. Geez, they they, weren't, they weren't that far off until... Carlton started going ballistic. I almost and we should have we. <laughs> I'm now Suns number one ticket holder. No, they should have beaten you like three weeks ago. Ah, oh, they didn't though. Um, <laughs> I almost think I almost think that um, you know Source has to pay me, of course, but I think he should pay you and LJ <laughs> as well. Yeah, I, I think it, it was triple or nothing, wasn't it? <laughs> I'd, was, I'd rather was, pay was... just those two and nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know where to find me, Source. You know where to find me. Web Oval. Yeah. <laughs> the Fortress. <laughs> but no, with Gold Coast getting three first rounders in this year, they won't be first rounders because of priority picks and stuff, but I think they'll be very good next year. With Dimmer. In all, Jed Walter, in have all you seen that kid? Thought, yeah, he looks all right. In all honesty, thoughts, where do you think the Suns can finish next year? About eighth. <laughs> No, no higher than that. God, that's not happening. <laughs> should, we, should we put a bet on now? Yeah. No, let's not do that. <laughs> You're scared of the dimmer effect. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Anything you want to say to Source before we go? No, I've got nothing. I don't want to talk about this any longer. What about I'm you, Dill? Anything you want to leave us with? No, I won't, I won't impart any of my knowledge uh, yet. I'll just save it. I'll, I'll save it for the finals preview next week. I presume right. we're doing next week. Yeah, we, yeah, we will be. Definitely. And every, and every week every week from here on, here, here on in. That's it. It's going to be a magical month in September. Can't wait, mate. Can't wait, mate. See you in Melbourne. See you in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harry, we've got stock exchange, but every every stock exchange from now is going to start with a sting. You haven't heard this. Oh, I'm really excited. <laughs> and I'm really excited to play it. Been built just, up bigger than Ben Hur. i got to remember what, what, um, you ready? Yeah. Show me the money. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in fucking circles. To Wellingham! Stock exchange. Yeah, let's go. All right. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then you hit me with Wellingham and a robot. I was like, oh, McConaughey. That's a great, good reference. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's. I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> The robot out of, at the end out really of ten. Gets me. Out of ten. Nine. Yeah, I thought so. I've got another one coming up later. <laughs> right, so if you've you've put that masterpiece together, do you want to kick off stock That's exchange it. this week? I do. I'm gonna start off with a buy and a bet I made before the FIBA World Cup. Gamble responsibly. Canada to win it. Generational team. So you got on before the World Cup. Yep. They look really good. Yep. Yeah, nice. I know. <laughs> SGA, RJ Barrett, um, Dylan Brooks, Kelly Olenek, Tice, Tice, Lou Dort, Lou Dort. Uh, no, Tice plays for um Germany, mate. 
Yes, my bad. <laughs> Lou, Lou Dort, uh, Dylan Brooks, who we love on this podcast. <laughs> um, but I th- the main one's SGA. Yeah. yeah. He's on a heater. Yes. And they down France by 30 yeah, in the opening game. France are, now, France are now knocked out. They lost to Latvia today. Yep. Classic. That was, I was actually going to be like, if you were going to compare the bronze statue to something, I reckon Latvia might build one. <laughs> no, for winning a game. They were, did you see? Have they never won one? It was the first time beating a European team, I think. Massive. Oh, yeah. no, that was Japan. Japan beat a oh, European Japan beat, team yeah. for the first time ever. They beat Finland. Yeah, went ham. Yeah. So we got Japan in our group. Anyway, not important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, my buy is um, Canada. I got them at $12. Nice. I'm really happy about it. Uh, look, they might not win it, but. They're looking like they could. They, they definitely could. Yep. SGA is player of the tournament at the moment. What about you? I'm buying, now I might butcher this name, <laughs> Brion Ramsey Brooks. Yep. Who's he? He is, if he could be your favourite athlete of all time, <laughs> I'll, I'll introduce you to him after. All right. He is six foot five. He weighs 206 kilos. What? And he's an offensive lineman for TCU. He's just, I think he's a... Two hundred and six kilos. He's gigantic. Is he fat or is he like? Yeah. Oh man, I love that. Six foot five, two hundred six kilos. Offensive lineman. Nickname Big Bubba. Is he gonna get drafted? So he's just finished high school. He's committed to TCU for this season. The Frogs. Yeah, my Frogs. Uh, and yeah, he's my buy. He's like <laughs> so. He will get so angry during a play, like trying to protect his quarterback. And then as soon as the play is done, like just at training, he'll be like, yeah, good job, bro. <laughs> to the guy who's like, he's tackling. It's so, uh, he's like full like the blindside guy, which is yeah. like really nice. <laughs> Speaking of, there's a bit of controversy. Yeah, there, a bit of controversy recently. there. Yeah. I'll, I'll double down on that. I'll buy that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marcel and me and a friend of ours, Nemi Safedin, have mm-hmm. had a bit of back and forth about this. The Western Bulldogs. It just, pissed me off. Like, I don't... I don't particularly like the Bulldogs. I never have. They're but a bit, yeah. It fucking annoyed me that they lost to the Eagles. It's just like, that's a, like, as a person that plays footy, loves mm. to watch footy, kind of loves to watch footy. <laughs> it was just like, what are you guys doing? You've just yeah. fucked your whole season because you lost to the worst team. And Hawthorne in, before that. In AFL history. Like, yeah. what are you fucking doing? Yeah. It's, and I, I, my personal opinion is, Luke Beveridge is just awful. Like didn't they, re- so didn't they put him? Yeah, he's got two more years, I think. <laughs> he, he's just, just you, uh, like his continued habit of using midfielders, like premier midfielders in the comp as half forwards or wingers is just ridiculous. Mm. Just let mids be mids. And if you have too many, trade one. Like, I, he's ridiculous. Did win a flag though. Yeah, but and got tonight, they just caught like... Their role players just played really well for four weeks. Like Liam Pickin had the month of his life. It uh, kind of sucked. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, Tory Dixon had the month of his life. Like just random yeah, guys stepped him. up. Tom Boyd, who's with a much maligned career, just had the month of his life. But yeah. Fuck! Be- be- <laughs> Bevo out, I agree. I always put fuck in one of that. One of that yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. What about yourself? Uh, I'm selling the Olympics in general. Throwback. Yeah, we had a take about this a while ago. Henry Throwback. Cooper said yeah, it was a yeah, waste yeah. of time and money. Yep. I agreed with him at the time. And I've it's been stewing with, within me for a while. The addition of just weird sports. Like ancient Greeks who used to wrestle and lift weights that this tournament was started around yeah. would look at skateboarding and be like, what the fuck? Yeah. This used to be a show of athleticism. 
Probably. Like, I now, just don't now get... Now that you mention it like that. And I, then I even, like, right. why is golf in it and why is it soccer but it's under 21s? And, like, it, they just keep adding things to, like, make people happy that their sport's in it. And they've just completely ruined it. COVID didn't help with the last one. It got delayed and then it was a bit weird. I couldn't care less about the next one. I think Paris. it's in Paris. Yep. I might not even watch much. Like yeah. I, I'm just over it. It used to be something I look forward to so much. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'd rather, like there's the athletic world champs at the moment, which are getting a lot of attention. Huge. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm almost more into that now. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, for the Olympics, it's like the blue chip sports you watch, like athletics, um, like, you know, the 100, mm. high jump, yeah. pole vault, long jump, all that Just, shit. You watch, and then, like, basketball's always good. When, when the boomers are on, love that. Yeah. Because, like, we can't, Just, we're, it's like one of the few sports that we're an underdog in. Yeah. And, like, soccer, I don't really care for. Like, I, I, just, I'm, cool. I don't know. They've just managed to destroy one of the most famous it's not a brand, but like one of the most famous names in the world. Yeah. Because I just... What I, do, selling. what I do get around is Olympics video games. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had one? They're no, good. I think They're I, good. Do you remember Mario and Sonic at the Olympic nah, Games I'm, on nah, the I'm Wii? Ta- I'm talking like real shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing around with none of that. That was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But I'm yeah, sure. I'm over it. Fair selling enough. Selling it. All right, so break. All right, source quote of the week. We were just talking about um, the Athletics World Championships. Mm-hmm. I've got one from the Athletics World Championships for you. This is US athlete Noah Lyles. Do you want to hear it? I'd love to. You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I love the US at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> uh Fessel, you're taking that. I hate it so much. Well you hate that he said it or you hate I hate that he said it. Why? Because the NBA is just clearly the... Pre- it's like, if you're going to win that, yes, you're going to beat any other team in any other competition in the world. I, and as a rule, I do hate that they say world champion yeah. in bit things. Of, bit of me time. Me time. Yeah. But, it's but true. If, if he was angry with the the overall like principle of it, I'd agree. Yeah. But then being like, you're not the champion of it. I'm like, they would beat anyone. Yeah. I do hate the terminology of it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that's probably more... Well, he was leaning towards. I haven't heard the question. I don't know what it was, but I think for somebody like him, who actually is, you know, competing against people from all over the world mm. and who are representing their countries, and while there is a FIBA World Cup on right now, mm. it's not going to matter who the, who wins that mm. next season. The NBA is still going to be the World Championship. Like if the Boomers win the FIBA World Championship, the next NBL winners aren't going to be the World Champions. So, like, that's yeah. He, it is, it is true in the fact that, I mean, I can't say the thirty six is holding a candle to um, they beat Phoenix once. Yeah. Do you <laughs> that? I do. They had one of the worst seasons on record, but um, yeah, like 
it, it's always it's always sat weird with me. It's a bit of like I do, look I at do, look at me, I'm American. Yeah, I do hate that they do it, but at the same time, I think his argument was a bit annoying. Yeah, Did you see him get cooked by NBA players. I saw a bit of it. Today. So, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, Aaron Gordon, Tyus Jones, and Big Udonis Haslam have <laughs> all just like because I think Sports Center or Bleacher yeah, Report yeah. or whatever posted the video. That's where I saw it. They've all just cooked him in the comments. Oh my god. Somebody help this brother. And then there's like the palm to the face emoji. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gordon said, whatever. I'm smoking buddy in the 200. (laughs) Tyus Jones said, yeah, this ain't it. And big Udonis Haslam. Big fan, but go with that bullshit, bruh. (laughs) But to be fair to him, he is, I think, currently ranked first in the world in the 200. So he kind of has a bit so of a say. So I do understand that he's like, I actually have beaten everybody possible. Yeah. I am the world champion. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's like earned it. Fair enough. Fair enough. But nah, I mean. It's just an easy way to piss off your biggest fan base though. Like if you're American, all your fans I true, assume are American. True, true, It's a good and point. Americans are not the type of people that'll be like happy that you've disrespected <laughs> that calling themselves the world champions. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Let's have another break. Alex. It's my name. Don't wear it out. I have compiled the correct All-Australian team. The squad got posted today, the squad right. of 44. Yep. And I've put mine together, which is actually the right one. Oh, here we go. Some notable omissions. I have Because you're always right, aren't you? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I have two players in this team that aren't even in the squad. Oh. Because the select Boom. is a... We'll get there. All right. We'll start from the full back line, work our way forwards. Yep. Isaac Quainor. Oh, yeah, back pocket battler. He's, uh, there's a stat, like he's lost like three one-on-ones this year. Yeah. He is so good. And Pretty then cool his, his rebounding has improved as he is. Everybody cut his leg. Oh, yeah, like That's massively. the one thing I remember about him, yeah. That was nice. He was like a cool headband now. So, yeah. um, Sam Taylor, James Sicily. Who does Sam-, Sam Taylor play for? <laughs> Ginger West. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the players who is not in the squad. And he was he was he, a laid out. He missed a lot of games. He was a laid out last night. Yes. He? Yes. I know so th- there's an argument to be made that Charlie Kerno doesn't win the Coleman if he plays. It's wrong. He's, a, he's, the, best, he's the best fullback <laughs> in the comp. Yeah. Um, he missed nearly about a third of the games, so he's not in the squad. Yeah, I've just, I've just noticed in that fullback line, the omission of Jacob Weider. <laughs> The best player in the AFL. That's, that's, that's pretty That's pretty stiff. That's very funny. He's pretty good. Yeah, cool. Uh, halfback, Nick Dacos, Darcy Moore, Jack Sinclair. Pretty stock standard. I don't know if anyone's going to argue with that. I think if Jack Sinclair came up to me in, in public, I wouldn't know who he is. You don't watch football. <laughs> I, that is insane. No, there's, there's a few teams I don't watch. I don't watch GWS. Don't care. Don't. <laughs> there's one guy I like at GWS. No, two guys. Toby Green. We all love Toby. And you love and Milkman. Riccardi. Oh, Jake Riccardi. Yeah. I'm just always got a thing for him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He sucks. And clinically, that's good too. But um, yeah, don't watch them. Don't watch North. Who cares? Don't watch um, St. Kilda. I've always hated St. Kilda. And I choose not to watch the West Coast Eagles this season. Fair enough. You get to you live your own life. <laughs> Jack Sinclair's in All-Australian halfback. Right. Good on him. Uh I've don't actually, know who he is. I've actually on. picked wings as the wingers in this team, which the Australian team never yeah, you does. Hate, you hate that, don't you? Uh, Josh Dacos on one wing, Jordan Dawson in the middle, Errol Goulden on the other wing. I know all those guys. That's pr- I'm, I'm pr- I'm proud I'm of you, buddy. I'm across them. 
uh, forward line. Big Tex. Big, <laughs> big Tex Taylor Walker. He has been so good this uh, half year. half flag? Well, I'm just, I've just come up, come up to the stoppage as the, as the six. I've just picked <laughs> three tools and three smalls. <laughs> Tex, Charlie Kerno, Christian Pachaka. Nice. Pretty standard. Yeah. Full forward line, Brian Myers. Messi. Not in the squad. I got a Messi 24. out of I got a Messi. Yeah, dressed up as Messi for Silly Sunday. Grant <laughs> uh, uh, Myers, Nick Larkey, and Toby Green. Nice. So you got, yeah, three tall three spots. Uh, in the ruck, I've got Tim English with Marcus Bontempelli and Lockie Neal following him around. Yeah. And on the bench, I have Tim Taranto. Dan Who didn't Hill. make it into the squad. Didn't make it into the squad. Yep. Dan Houston, Zach Butters, and Tom Liberatore. Oh, so I watched a lot of board. Danny Houston's been great. I was surprised to see him in there. He's he'll probably be in the team. Better than Rosie though. Would they play different positions? I know Houston's like, a half back. If you've got him on the bench. Yeah, but I wanted to pick like one back, All one right, forward, couple of mids. Fair enough. Uh that's the team. Yeah, I think I've got three players in there who aren't even in the squad. Taylor, I get not being in the squad. He missed like a third of the games. I don't know why Grian Myers isn't in the squad. He broke the record for the amount of goal assists in a year. Broke the record and he's not in the squad. And he's like Leo Messi. And he's like Leo Messi. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't get it. And Tim, got, Tim Duranto, I know he was on a team that didn't do that well, but he had like so many games where he had 35 and three. Yeah. He had an insane year. Just back onto um, Graham Myers, his career will forever be stained by that. Yeah. I, I don't get what he does the rest. You know I don't what? care if he wins like five Brownlow medals. He's always going to be Leo Messi this, to me. No, but the same goes for Waitley. He was one of like <laughs> the most highly respected. You hold him his name right up in lights. And then yeah. he had a fucking Twitter meltdown because <laughs> someone did a fake tweet. Dude, he was contacting this guy on Twitter for like three days being like, delete the tweet, man. Oh, so funny. Like he's forever God, marred as a so, boomer in my eyes So now. funny. So funny. One of the great like, moments of the last year. I yeah. But that is my All-Australian team. That is the correct team. I watch way too much football this year and I noticed that's the team I've come up I with. I noticed no Paddy Dow. <laughs> <laughs> no Jesse Motlop. No, so I couldn't squeeze... No Matt Cottrell. No Matt Owies. <laughs> hey. I couldn't squeeze Lockie Fogarty in there. That's the problem. Yeah. No Nick Newman. He was close. You're kidding. Nick Newman's been really good. He has been good, but you hate him. I hate him. That, <laughs> that's how you know he's been good because I was tempted. All right, fair enough. Okay, let's have a break. Can you please give me some notice on this question? I would really like some notice. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was Joe Biden who started us off. Oh, with, um, was it? Joe, Joe Biden voice generator.com. It always sounded <laughs> a bit like Skip Bayless. Can you not picture like Shannon yeah, and Skip? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had, I had three choices. Joe Biden yelling. Sad. I tried mm. sad. Didn't come off that well. Or happy. And I went with yelling. Um, I was pretty happy with how it came Give some notice on that question. <laughs> I might rotate the voices in famous people. Ooh. Probably not. Um, so my question for the week without notice. Set that up terribly. Relates <laughs> um, back to something we talked about at the very top of the episode. Mm. They've hired you as the AFLW head. Yeah. You've got this incredible opportunity ahead of you. Mm-hmm. The Women's World Cup has just happened. People yep. are craving for women's sport. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I am. So I can control everything. Everything. So I think 
the current way they do it, the AFLW season starts like right at the end of the male season. Yep. I would do it the other way around. I do it just before the start. Yep. Because at the moment, footy fans are like fatigued. Yeah, I'm a bit done with footy. Dude, 23 weeks of football is so long to continuously follow a sport and watch it and just there's so much media that you get hit with. I would put it before the men's season and maybe even leading into the f- like first couple of rounds. Yep. People have had that big break. They're like itching for it. Like people start doing, if it's for the males, like draft boards and stuff like that for their fantasy team. I don't know. There's a big gap. I'd put it that side of it so mm. that it's not like that watching fatigue. Just on that though, do you think um, this year it's starting at the time it does is fortuitous because of the Women's World Cup? No, I don't even think that's going to help. I think you the don't? fact, no, because I think people get footied out in a big way. Like 23 weeks plus we're going to have a week off this week, which doesn't even like give you a break because all the media outlets still fill it with footy-related stuff. Mm. And there's the All-Australian that's just been released, all that stuff. It just yep. goes on for so long. By the time from AFL preseason to the grand final, it'd be like 30-odd weeks yep. of football. Here's what I have for you. Mm. You show your Women's World Cup game ticket at the gate all year, and you get in for free. Mm-hmm. AFLW games. I also would market it a lot a lot less team-wise mm. than just go players. star players. Yeah, I agree. Like a lot of the Matilda stuff wasn't, geez, I love this team. It was, I love Sam Kerr, I love Mary Fowler, I, think I you're love right. Mackenzie Arnold. I think you're right. Do you know how many players, people, sorry, who love football could not name one AFLW player? Yeah. Just pump it. Yeah, I think the, you're right. All the best players, and they're, they're getting so much better too. I saw a... Is it baseline footy that does all the under-18s? It had an under-18 girl who's going to get drafted in the coming season. She can bowl. Really? Like, she's so good. Like, left foot, right foot, and, like, kicking action looks like a footballer. A lot of the current players are, like, they were basketballers, and then they picked up football. She's, like, a born and bred footballer. Like, all her mannerisms look so natural. So they're just going to keep getting better. I just market the shit out of, like, one player from each team – so that they each fan base has someone they can like ascribe to to be. Oh, that's good. That's who's, cool. that's who's leading us. That's who I'm going to watch. Now this AFL's tried this sort of thing in the past, and it hasn't worked out for them. I'm calling every single one of the Matildas. I'm saying I got a million bucks waiting for you. Maybe not a million bucks. What to be a player? But you can come play in that AFL. Like it is Ralph Falau, Carmichael Hunt thing. Yeah. I think at this point you're trying. I'm trying to improve the product as much as possible. I think so, I think so too. So but when, they, when they came in, Carmichael Hunt, Israel Folau, the AFL was flying already. Yeah, like it had been around for a hundred years. The AFLW, the players are so not at the standard they're going to be eventually. Exactly to the point but where, is, but is now the perfect time to bring in a staff and other sport that's at like the top of their marketability of this amazing thing that wants a bit more cash. You know, somebody that. Maybe a little bit older, so it's probably at the end of their football career. Mm. And it's like, hey, I can make some quick cash playing the AFL. I think they're going to be so set up financially now. I don't think a, so. lot, a few of the Matildas. No, that's I, I don't. I don't nah. I it's, mean, it's not like that. that. No, like not through job stuff, but through socials and shit like that. Like even just cashies, yeah. cashies at a sports club. They're, they're going to be wanted. They're going to be interviewed and there'll be book sales. I reckon a lot of them will do well. But AFLW, yeah, give it give it its own airtime. Market the shit out of the players. 
So that then even a young girl was like, I want to go and watch Aaron Phillips, mm. which they've kind of done. But I, I think did they need, I, Yeah, but I think they need to ramp it up more and start with someone like younger so that they can follow them a bit more. Yeah. Obviously, you couldn't really with like Aaron Phillips because she came into the game quite late. Yeah. But that'd, that'd be my starting point. What have you got? Well, I sort of gave my two mm. opinions there. But, um, yeah, I, I'd be saying if you play local footy, you're in for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you play like gr- grassroots, you're in for free. If you play grassroots, any sport, because one thing AFL doesn't need is money. But if they, but if they just lose the money now, mm. focus on building this and getting like community based together, then that turns into a lot of money. Yeah. So like that, that's, that's the, that's the way I see it. You, you've got to just like get people in the door, get them loving it. Get them to sign up to memberships, make some real cash. But I also quickly, yes, I would get around and any young girl that's about to go play netball or soccer, I'd, oh, ju- yeah. I'd pump money into like the really junior, like Oz kick kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I think with the just natural progression of girls playing football from the age of four, they're going to be so much better by the time they're 18 than the ones that we've just mentioned that were netball players that then just picked up footy really late. Yeah. Like the, the next generation are actually going to be really, really good footballers. Yeah. And I think it's just Insane about, years. yeah. Yeah. It's just about waiting for them to come through, which we've mentioned many, many times, but yeah. Promoting the, the young stuff as much as possible. So you get the biggest pool of players to choose from mm. so that the talent pool is actually like elite. And I think they've, they've tried this before with like, um, they had some sort of like docu-series thing. Yeah. But I'd, always, and I'd go back in time and take like eight of the teams out. Probably, yeah. But I'd, I'd nail like a docuseries. Mm. You get like the best fucking team you can find, mm. like team of like producers you can find and nail that. And then you'd follow around the players, to like one player exactly. from each team or something. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's how I'd do so it. So we just saved the AFL, don't we? Yep. Thank us later, Andrew Dillon yeah. and Nicole um, Livingston. What did you rate that sting? Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, why not? Play it for the people. Can you please give me some notice on this question? I would really like some notice. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah, it's better than the first one as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. I was pretty happy actually, with that. I agree with Joe. I always want, <laughs> I always, I always want notice. I, you ask it, I'm like, shit, what are my thoughts on this? <laughs> All right, let's have a break. All right, so it's time for us to get out of here. Great first episode back, Alex. Yeah, it's good. The vibe's good. Good to be back. Like we needed that break. Good, good to have the good. cans back on. Yeah, the cans as, back as on, baby. Um, Listen no, in yeah. next week. I've got a lot of Essendon slander to throw out. How much? The, to all of the slander. Who's who's getting copped? Uh, Brad Scott's getting a drive by. Ooh. Adrian Jodoro's getting a drive he by. He needs one, Darcy doesn't he? Parrish is getting a drive. He's got by. a drive-bible face. Mm. <laughs> no. In the meantime, send your takes in. Leave us yes. a review wherever you're listening. And also, if you he- want to hear from anybody. Want to chat to anybody? Let us know because we're going to get into that soon. All right, we've got 10 seconds for us. Let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) See you next week. Love you, mate. Love you too.